What up, Oasis people? Yeah, we're back. <laughs> that was ridiculous. You had to cut. You know, it's the first one on video. Welcome to the yeah, people. Yeah, to and the... so I had to clap <laughs> to make sure that we're all lined up. I yeah, don't know if that's good. actually a thing. It is. Yeah, take one. Take one. 100%. Like, clap the thing so that yeah, they, so they can the line the audio up well, with the, the thing video. has yeah. a timer in it. And so it, it, the thing, yeah, yeah. The new ones now have timers in them, so they know when you start oh, a specific. You oh, start seeing because so this is scene four, take rolling. seventeen. Yeah, yeah, we know yeah. it's at this time, so that way because the camera's yeah. on. Mm. Interesting things you learn during the Oasis podcast. We know ten percent of everything. Ten percent of everything. <laughs> so what's ten percent of your physical body? Do you know about? Because the question I know one hundred percent of my physical body. Do you? <laughs> I feel That's uncomfortable. Fair. I feel uncomfortable. There's some creases that have happened. There's some rolls that have been increased over the last fifteen years that uh just have came out come out of nowhere. I don't know where that's from. We got weird quick. I love yeah, it. Your body this is my is favorite. evolving. And so we want to talk about that. The first thing it's we true. want to ask is from from our perspective here at the okay. table, as okay. a couple biologists, experts in our own body, apparently. 100%. What is the most important muscle in your body? What is, is it? Going first? It's the what's well, the heart. The answer is the heart. Mm. I still am not sure what the different like why it's a muscle and not an organ. It. I also never took an. It's anatomy. a muscular. I never took an anatomy. It's technically class ever, a muscular so. organ because okay. it serves as a function because it has a specific function that is a group of tissues working together to serve a specific function. So then, is like your brain a muscle? That's a great question. Let's look it up. I took <laughs> zero science classes in college. I took forensic science. <laughs> So it was a really what do you good science. forensic science. It was actually really fun. I bet like, that would be like, that like DNA. Scene? You got yeah, so to take yeah. that in order to be on CSI. Okay, yeah, it was fun nice. actually. Nice. So if we ever have a murder, I know who to call. There you go. No, I didn't take I any science classes. But here's the thing I would say. I would say <laughs> the glutes. The glutes. Why? The butt is the <laughs> steam. It's the it's the engine the of the body. <laughs> the engine of the body you're not going anywhere doing anything without the glutes yeah but if i have a huge butt and have no legs i can't go anywhere anyway so what if the aren't the, 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 th- the quads you... and the hamstrings the most important yeah but it's all linked together you know <laughs> that's fair and that's where the, po- the podcast is going but we can't get there yet because we need to get Jana's opinion <laughs> oh my what's gosh. the most important most important muscle <sighs> probably the abs no, I'm just kidding. That's know. actually, I think, a good answer. <laughs> the core, your core your is core important. Your core is really important. If you it, didn't have a core, you'd just be like a noodle. Connects the glutes to everything else. Oh, my God. Does it? Well, I guess it the is The glutes all to the heart. Look, we're all, <laughs> us, we're all together. The I glute muscles connected to the ab muscle. <laughs> ab. <laughs> Some science majors are yeah, dying. Yeah, Abby's going to listen to this and be like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Abby's going to be what like, just Ben, happened? sit down. We're yeah, doing you're a done. lesson. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> she home. would, too. She loves teaching. Gets out Damn. a whiteboard. Oh. Yeah, she dropped pictures. Josh's pictures not, of Ben. I'm not going on. <laughs> all right, all right. Here, let's, let's rein it let's in. Let's move on. Wow. <laughs> We're talking about physical fitness on the podcast yeah. today. And so we, do- we started with just the muscles in your body. But this is a Christian podcast. Right, like we still are yeah. affirming in 2022. We're still heading <laughs> we in the still direction. Like Christian of, podcast. Yeah, we're still just making sure we still love Jesus. Everybody's still on the same page. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> Moving forward, why are, why are we having this conversation then? What's the point? Yep. Uh, biblically speaking, we and we've had a lot of conversations in staff and just together, and I think 
as disciples of Jesus, it's important to recognize that we want to pursue, like we talk about holiness a lot, especially mm-hmm. in the Western world or in our denomination. And so like, what does it look like to be holistic, holistically healthy? And even like, what's the greatest commandment in scripture? Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, Mark 12. And so there's a reality of heart, soul, mind, and strength, your physical body. You yes. love the yeah. Lord your God with your physical body. And what does that look like? And so it's an aspect of holistic health and holistic worship. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then why in this calendar month? You know? <laughs> why January? Why January? Yeah. Well, it's something people tend to think about a lot in January is to set New Year's resolutions. I think that like get fit or go to the gym is like the most popular New Year's resolution. Oh, I could see it. So everybody's thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Did you guys know All the that gyms do those special deals in January. This will come out after January 17th, but January 17th is called Blue Monday. Or no, I should say that. The third Monday in January is called Blue Monday. Okay. okay. It's the most depressing day of the year. Because of really? a combination of daylight, winter, and this is about the time New Year's resolutions start to be oh, done. Okay. Yeah. And so people Two just like in, yeah. feel like experience oh, failure. It's so it's yesterday. It, well, yeah, we're, this won't come out. But yes, we're recording. Good the day after. I had a great day yesterday. It was nice yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. I had a great day yesterday. Like 40 so degrees. we did not experience Blue Monday. <laughs> no so Blue Monday so I say that because I say if you have New Year's resolution and you've been not feeling great about it, Keep going. Keep going. Just you stay encouraged. It. It. It's not about the goal. It's about the process. There's a yellow mm, Monday on the horizon. There's, <laughs> there is a green Monday coming your way. Whatever color resonates with it's you. Gold. It's a gold. <laughs> it'd be purple for me. Purple Monday. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, back, back to it. We're, we're going to keep going. Yeah. When we talk about holistic health, it's this idea that God cares about your body. That yeah. he doesn't just care about your soul. He doesn't just care about your mind. He cares about the, the flesh that you have, your body. And so we get some of that from 1 Corinthians 6, verse 13. It says, The body, however, is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. By his power, God raised the Lord from the dead, and he will raise us also. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself? Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? No. Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said, the two will become one flesh. But whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Flee from sexual immorality. All all other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against his own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And so this is a a chunk of text specifically addressing one sin struggle. Mm -hmm. It's talking about sexual morality. But the beauty of this scripture is it actually transcends more than just that one topic, Mm -hmm. that Paul is using this to teach to this group of people who are struggling with prostitutes and sexual morality. But now we look at that today as most of us probably are never going to struggle with the the temptation for prostitutes. But you might struggle with sexual morality, but you might also struggle with overeating, or you might also struggle with laziness or these different things. And those are... That's stewardship of the body mm-hmm. issues. And so this speaks farther and greater than just one specific topic, but instead it gives us this incredible picture of how God values our body, that he would put his own spirit in us mm-hmm. as the temple. What else do you think about that? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Your body is a wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> Why ever- I'm disappointed you didn't oh sing gosh. it. Your body is a wonderland. That's all I know. There you go. Something about the way your hair falls in Something like that. Okay, here's a question. I feel like sometimes we get confused with this temple language. Mm -hmm. That we are a temple of the Holy Spirit. That our bodies are a temple. What what does that mean? Yeah, the simplest explanation and one we can think of and should, it's Paul is giving a, a... for the individual believer reality that your body, your physical being yourself is a house. And so like when even you look at New Testament 
uh, worship settings. The temple was the house where they went to go do worship. And even in, in Jewish like reality and theology, until the time that Jesus literally died when the veil was torn, the presence of God was in the Holy of Holies. So you would go and you would worship at the temple because that's where the presence of God dwelt. And so when he calls us the temple, Jesus died, the veil is torn, meaning now because through Jesus' death and resurrection, this God's presence through the power of the Holy Spirit and through the Holy Spirit himself now yeah. is indwelling in each believer. So our body is a temple, meaning we are the dwelling place of God, which is really mm -hmm. beautiful and incredible. Yeah. Yeah, that cool. like you have been created in such a way as a follower and then now giving your life to Jesus, you mm -hmm. are literally your physical being in, like in, in dwells the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. like is a tent, literally an abiding place for the Holy Spirit to dwell, to empower you, to, to, to fill you, to encourage you, to fill you with the fruits of the Spirit, to empower you to be obedient to holiness. And that's all of holiness, including physical, we yeah, would say health. For sure. And moving even yeah. away from just this temple imagery, what does it mean that you were created? Yeah. What does that say about your body? Yeah. I mean, if, when we look at the Genesis account, it says that we were created in his image. So God has placed his image, his imagio, ima, uh, imagio day. Thank you. Day. I've One of those it. words. Imagio day. <laughs> One of these days I'm going to learn day. actually how to say some I of these words. I-M-A-G-O. Imago yeah. day. Yeah. Imago day. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Sorry. Um, has put that image. He's put special characteristics of who he is into you. Um, and there's a uniqueness about us as humankind that's yeah. different than animals or plants, um, that we bear the image of God, that there was intentionality and purpose in our creation. Um, and so then out of that comes an emphasis on stewardship, yeah. that your body is not your own, but it's been given to you as a gift from God um, that he's created, redeemed, and then has become that temple where the Holy Spirit dwells. Yeah, and an aspect of being created literally from clay is there's a, we are yeah. physically we have a physical being like we're a physical mm -hmm. body like that was pre-fall pre-sin so there's something yeah. about us as humans that we're to live in a physical body form yeah. as an aspect of being in relationship with God and exactly we said stewarding what yeah. He's given us which would be body but also to steward the land and all the things yeah. in Genesis. There's also just a logical side of that where it's like to be created means you have a creator and the creator has a say in how how the creation mm, is yeah. used. That's good. And so anything that's made, if I, I'm not very good at making things, <laughs> but like if I were to make like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Amen. You know, I'm telling that peanut butter and jelly sandwich what it's going to get used for. <laughs> Nourishment. Because I made it. So I get a say. And the same thing's true with us. God yeah. made us and he didn't make us PB and J's. He made us <laughs> BB and J's. Mm, get out! That. That's Brennan, it. Brennan and Jana's. <laughs> You just said Brennan, 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 I don't, want, I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk about it. That's a different podcast. But in the, in the college young adult world, in, in the Christian world, I should say, in the Christian mm -hmm. community, is that received? Like, that you're created? That, you, that, mm -hmm. that there is someone, because being cool. God, creator of the universe, who did make and create you, who cares and loves for you, but his is the last word mm -hmm. in your life. So the idea of like, he ha not just has a say, which... And this is where free will comes in, which is really beautiful. I think about God's sovereignty is that he's given us a choice to follow what he's asked us to do. But like he has the final say. Mm -hmm. Is that received well in the young adult community in the Christian world? Like just from what you guys know, relationships, what you see. Because what I see outside of 
because the most people I know are leadership people with yeah. Oasis, right? With our college mm -hmm. community as far as young adults. But when I'm, I'm thinking through looking at conversations, watching way more reality TV than I want to, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but even like in the Christian world of Twitter and these young, mm -hmm. the way they, that, that things are talked about and spoken about is just like, I don't know if that's received well, that mm -hmm. reality of like, hey, God has the final word here. Yeah. I mean, I would probably agree in the fact that, and I don't know if it's a young adult thing. Yeah, maybe it is. Fair. Maybe it's, it's really epitomized in our right, generation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But there's anything that limits and stifles our freedom. Yeah. yeah. We don't like. Yeah. You know, we want to throw off all shackles and be ourselves and do us. And, mm -hmm. and so anything that limits that, even if it's limiting for our own benefit, which yep. is what God is doing consistently when he teaches us and tells us no, it's limiting for our benefit, is, is restrictive to us. Yep. And we don't really like that. And so... No, I totally would probably. Yeah, and I say, I say young adult because I know my generation, <laughs> we don't receive that well. Mm. They just don't. Millennial, we yeah. suck. Yeah. Like, millennial, I mean, not in all ways. Like, <laughs> I am a millennial. But, like, millennials, like, we, like, you cannot tell me what to do. Mm. That's true. Yeah. I get, I get that. <laughs> it just keeps getting more and more. Maybe it's just. Because it's and passed out. Class social media tag, yeah, we just yeah. see it more. I don't know. It's just, well, oh, it's hard. Yeah. But to take that reality of, like, man, we are created. And some, our creator has a final word. Yeah. And continuing in it, like, I think we can get stuck into this mindset of the temporal, like what's here right now, that's mm -hmm. what matters, mm -hmm. and we lose sight of the eternal. And so one of the arguments I hear people will take or I'll huh. see with, with physical health yeah. is, I'm just here for a little bit. Like, it's just a body. Even mm -hmm. I was born, yeah. I'll live, I'll die, my body will decay, it won't matter. Like, so why does it matter if I work out? Why does it matter if I eat well? Why does it matter if I have these physical fitness? Because, I mean, my body's going to turn to dust again anyway. Well, Scripture is quoted. F physical training is some value, but godliness is value for all things. Yeah. And, like, I've heard that used as of, like, I don't need to physically, like, where, mm. where they miss. Well, no, actually, physical training is for some value. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, that's real. But even beyond that, I mean, I think you can talk a little bit about just the importance God gives to our bodies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That if, if even if we try not to care mm. or we downgrade what it matters— God doesn't. Like mm, when Jesus good. came, he took on flesh and bone. Mm -hmm. Like he could have came mm -hmm. as an angel or he could have came as a spiritual being. He could have done all these things, but he didn't. Yep. Like he came yeah. to earth and became flesh and bone, enfleshed the, the son of man. And he walked and he, and he had that reverence and respect for the creation of our bodies that he was willing to take it on himself. But not only that, when you look towards heaven... We go back to resurrected bodies. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there's a, so much theology that we could chat here about what that means and what that looks like. But I'll just read you a, a chunk of 1 Corinthians 15 for you to see it. It says, There are also bodies in heaven and bodies on earth. The glory of the heavenly bodies is different from the glory of the earthly bodies. It is the same way with the resurrection of the dead. Our earthly bodies are planted in the ground when we die, and they are raised to live forever. Our bodies are buried in brokenness, and they were raised in glory. They are buried in weakness, but they will be raised in strength. They are buried as natural human bodies, but they will be raised as spiritual bodies. For just as there are natural bodies, there are also spiritual bodies. What What is Paul talking about here? <laughs> He's My body's some seed, like I'm going to be like a... <laughs> The Post Malone Sunflower song was really about resurrection or what's never, going on here? You're going to have to explain that to me because I don't, I don't understand that. I don't understand that reference. Okay. Ignore the Post Malone reference. Help help us understand what Paul's talking about, about the seeds and the body and the ground and the resurrection. What's, what's all this, my man? 
I'm trying to reread it because I wasn't paying attention because I was trying to look at where Jesus, uh, Jesus, I'm, I'm, my mind right now is in Jesus believed in a bodily resurrection. There were Pharisees, Sadducees, and different sects in the Jewish culture. And so this is where my mind was. I wasn't paying attention. I apologize. No, you're good. I mean, I could, yeah, keep going. You're going to explain this one. But, <laughs> but the reality of it, like, and so they say that the Sadducees were sad, you see, because they didn't believe in a bodily resurrection. So it's a theology they had. So there were people who didn't believe in a bodily resurrection. So Jesus did believe that. Yeah. That was one of his arguments he had against them. So this is Paul coming back to this reality. No, our body, our bodies are important in post-resurrection one you look at the example of jesus so he taught on it he had a belief in theology on it mm -hmm. when he was raised to life he wasn't just raised in spirit because mm -hmm. people poked him in the hand yep. so he was raised literally after his death into a resurrection mm -hmm. of a physical body which is good for us mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah i mean so i was gonna look up the the actual reference but maybe you someone knows it here i was trying to find it that's what i was but doing the, and and what even one of them where it's like it's talking about Christ was raised as the first fruits of resurrection. Yeah. And so Christ becomes our example of what we get to experience in resurrection. So the fact yeah. that he walked the earth for that period of time, that 30 days, and he was seen by those 500 people, that he was touched and felt and he ate meals and he embraced people. And those things that he did in his spiritual body is what we'll experience when we have our mm -hmm. spiritual bodies. So it becomes this weird, <laughs> I think, confusing and often undertaught piece of theology that says your body is just here, it's just now, it's it's going into the ground. But when the, 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 the resurrection happens and Jesus buys us back our, not only just our mm -hmm. spiritual life, but he buys us back our bodies, that death can have no victory over any part of what God has created. He is redeeming all things, including our bodies. And so they're sown into the ground, they're planted in d brokenness, and they're raised in perfection. And so as you look at Jesus' resurrected life here on earth, you see him do some crazy stuff like pass through walls or like <laughs> just randomly appear or disappear in different places or he ascends to heaven before their very eyes. And so there's something about spiritual bodies we even can't understand because we don't have mm -hmm. all the complexities nailed down, but we know they exist and we know that there's going to be something about what we, what we have right now, like my hands, my, my, my flesh is going to exist in a new state, but still flesh state mm -hmm. i don't know it's crazy <laughs> so, well that's so here's the question yeah. then what do you guys think are we do we what does our physical resurrection body look like mm. what do we what are like what is that you know you know what i'm trying to yeah, say like, yeah like what's your perfect body well is that the question heaven? i don't i don't know if that i don't know if that's the question See, here's how i answer it i think and, and this is all conjecture. I don't have any idea for sure. <laughs> but I think God will raise you in your most perfected form of his creation body. And so each person that looks different. Hmm. And also it doesn't mean it will be by our definition because we have perfect, such corrupt yeah. right. definitions 100%. of what like perfect bodies are. And so for each person, it might look different for what God's going to gift them as a heavenly spiritually body. But also like when you see Jesus's resurrected body, he still has the holes in his hand, right? Mm -hmm. He still has the hole in the side when he was crucified. Like he probably still has some of the lash marks on his back. And so the wounds that he took in this earth that glorified the heavenly father, he carried with him in mm -hmm. a, in a glorified state into heaven. Right. And so yeah. when I look at some of some, when I look at our bodies now, like there are probably wounds that we hold and physical scars and different things that God has used for his redemptive story that he mm -hmm. has used to glorify himself that you might carry into heaven that right now you hold as a, as a burden, but will be a blessing in heaven. Yeah. And so that's, that's, that's probably my best answer for it. 
I like it. I have nothing to add. That was so good. Nice. Let's go. <laughs> I'm glad it was helpful. But yeah. I, I've wrestled with that a little bit too because, you know, people are like, what age are you going to be? It's yeah. Like, I, I don't know those things, but I know God's glorifying and redeeming all things. And he writes it. He's a pretty good creator. So yeah. I think he's going to do a good job. <laughs> what about this idea of holistic health? Like when we come back to it, if we're going to mm-hmm. talk about our physical bodies, they're so important, but we're more than just physical people. We are mm-hmm. spiritual, emotional, social, intellectual, relational. Like all of this is what it makes up to be human. So how do those play together in the human experience? Yeah, I, one does affect the other. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we are reading a book for staff development called Emotionally Healthy Discipleship. And one of the first few chapters talks about this reality. And so, and his goal and idea of it was if you're not emotionally healthy, how can you be spiritually healthy and it was a really great conversation that we had i thought but there's this reality if you look back on your life and think and and i have a story i'll share just how my physical health or unhealth correlated to me Mm. being emotionally Mm. mentally unhealthy which correlated to me ultimately being spiritually and socially unhealthy Mm. it was uh, um right after when COVID hit, when quarantine hit, we just got yeah. back from, right? And I've shared this with these guys a ton. I probably shared it on here. But there was just a moment where I was recognizing that I was not in a great mental state. Like, m- mentally, I was battling every single day, every single morning with, like, what I believed about my faith. And it was mm-hmm. a battle. And so emotionally, like, I was just wrecked all mm-hmm. the time, what it felt like. So saw counseling, started talking to counselors, started, like, becoming at least more recognizing, like, trying to, again, get mentally and emotionally healthy, but still wasn't fully, like, didn't feel fully great and didn't feel fully uh, uh, like just there and mm-hmm. present and, and mm-hmm. holistically healthy is what we'd say. And it's like at this time, like I I'd ultimately gained a ton of weight and was just not working out, not taking care of myself, not looking at what I eat, like just different things. And although I was getting better mentally, I still wasn't fully there and it had an aspect to do with my physical health. So once mm-hmm. I started to get physically healthy, not just to look better, like my ultimate goal, I thought was there was a correlation between me being physically unhealthy and me still not being spiritually just present mm-hmm. and healthy, and even and and wouldn't allow me to fully get emotional healing that I and mental healing that I needed um, if I didn't take care of myself holistically. Just because they they correlate, they just absolutely correlate. And so, like I'm at a moment right now where I'm pursuing holistic health, like I'm exercising my brain muscle even though it's not a muscle hmm. like but i'm working it's like okay i'm tr- having these moments and these times and, and and scheduled things throughout my week of like pursuing different intellectual social emotional spiritual and physical health yeah for sure because they're absolutely connected mm-hmm. no. and that's something that we don't just see in scripture but that science has proven as well mm-hmm. you know like you could that's like a whole thing now it's like holistic health and holistic yeah. chiropractic care and you yeah. know all the things so it's not just like, oh, that's just a, something the Bible says, but it's like mm-hmm. science has proven this as well. For sure. And and even a less, <laughs> a oh less serious story for me. <laughs> and this is what I recognize in myself. For me, when I first started, like I, I was in first, but one of the re- ways that I recognize how my physical affects everything else is before I take like any meeting or I do anything important, I always go to the bathroom first. Yeah, get it out. I have to because if I go, <laughs> I'm serious. Okay. And this is an example. So like I can't sit and be present in like a meeting oh, with, oh, a, with a young adult, yeah. with a wasted person if I have to pee. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, and so that's my physical body limiting mm-hmm. my emotional, spiritual, and like mental Being capacity be in yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's silly, but that it's serious. Like yeah. there's things that are connected in there. Yeah. So I always go to the bathroom first. Excretion's a sign of life, man. It's healthy. <laughs> there you go. For me... <laughs> I struggle with insomnia, and that's mm. usually a sign. When it's really bad, it's a sign that 
my spiritual health is not well and my mental health is Dang, not well. Yeah. So when I'm having trouble falling asleep, I'm like, something's, something's going off. on or I'm yeah, stressed or you know, anxiety or whatever. So what do yeah. we think are some of the big inhibitors to people getting physically healthy or pursuing mm. physical health? Yeah. The hustle and hurry of life. We, What's that mean? The classic like excuse <laughs> of we don't think we have time, mm-hmm. which the reality is we just hasn't prioritized our time well. Hey, you, you probably don't have time. That's fair. You don't have yeah. time right now because you haven't prioritized you gotta, you it. Make yeah. yeah, you got to yep. make it. Yeah. It's also a reality of not just time but energy levels. Mm-hmm. of, And they're closely related that as we spend our time on things, that takes energy from us. And so sometimes by the time you may have the time, you don't have the energy. Yeah. And it's again, comes back to priority. Yeah, yep. I had this conversation just with someone on staff the other day. They were talking about how, what's the difference between like time management and energy management? Mm. Because yeah. some weeks it's, you have yeah. energy for Dude. 45 hours yep. and you can give a 45 hour yep. work week and it's going to work great. Yep. Some weeks you might have a meeting that's just incredibly yep. draining one day. Mm-hmm. You work for an hour and a half or yes. two hours, but you are spent. Yep. Yeah. So you could sit at your desk for another Super six good. hours and continue to clock that's a timesheet. So but really, like, what are you getting done 100%. when you need to go home and just recoup? And so, yeah, energy is a yeah, big piece that so we overlook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like spending some time there. And the, I, can we just, man, we're taking tangents, but that's so good. And what are warning signs for you guys when you recognize, man, mm-hmm. my energy capacity is not here? My lack of patience is so yeah. evident. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. when my, because it's not time stuff. It's it's the energy thing yeah. for me. Like I remember one day I came home from an event and I, my wife was there and she came in so high energy. <laughs> like she was so excited to see me. She hadn't yeah. seen me all day. Her quality, her love language is quality time. She was just pumped to see me. And where I was at with my emotional energy level, like where I was, what I was able to give was really low. And so throughout the night, I just found myself consistently push to annoyance and mm. lacking the patience and love that she deserved in those moments, not because of anything she did and not because I didn't have time. We had two hours together yeah. strictly because I didn't have the energy. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. mine was patience. It just living life right at that margin was tough. Yep. I want to move quick mm. that when I know, mm. like, especially when it comes to like being compassionate in a conversation or a situation with someone, so a little bit with impatient, yeah. but it's like, I just want to get things done quickly and I'm not present mm-hmm. like that for sure. Okay. Something's off. I need to yeah. stop. <laughs> I feel both of those. And I'll add too that I tend to become inward focused and kind of isolate a little bit when I don't have energy and yeah. I get quiet and yeah. distant. But, and then in that, yeah. it's like, it's give yourself permission to go take a nap. Yeah. To if that's it, what you yeah. need, if that's what it is. Yeah. Right. Sometimes for like Aaron has told this story about sometimes for him, even have a hard mean like that. And he's got to write a sermon or stuff like that. And yeah. not like, for him, it's he tried to work through and just I got to get this sermon done, yep. get it done. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, like what I need in that moment is I just need to go and do a prayer walk. Mm-hmm. Like I just need to go and be away from this moment, release what just happened. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it is a, a hard conversation or a hard meeting we just had with someone yeah. mm-hmm. or a hard phone call. Like this will happen with family members for me. It's like I have a hard phone call and I just need to go and get away from people and release it. Mm-hmm. Literally just to like, give it over. I need to surrender this to the Father right now because I can't handle it and I can't move forward in my day because I'm yeah. just going to be distracted. For sure. Yeah. That's good. Otherwise, other inhibitors, I would say, would maybe be like lack of motivation, Mm. that some people just don't want it and they don't. And so hopefully the beginning half of this conversation feeds a little bit of that, you know, but you're not going to do something you don't want to do. You know, you might be able to do it for a little bit, but you have to have some some kind of motivation from somewhere to do consistent physical health checks. Yeah. Or like just the simple things like ignorance. Like people don't know how to work out. And so I'm not going to the gym 
to try and lift weights with all the people who are going to know that I don't know how to work out. And <laughs> Those like, guys getting swole. Yeah, and it's like, well, I don't know what to do with the mus- mm-hmm. with the, my muscles. I don't know how to ru- – I, you know, those kind of things, which leads to insecurity. Yeah. And so before we even step into the gym, we've already lost the battle of what it means mm-hmm. to be physically healthy yeah. because our mind's not engaged and we're already doubting ourselves. Yeah. And so all of that feeds into yeah. just yeah. what inhibits us. And that us could go for like – meals like yeah, how you prep yes, food or how you like yes 100%. your sleep management or yep. yeah it's not just the gym it's not just any lifting or, or work you, it's not yeah. even working out physically because a lot of honest physical health is what you intake for sure. yeah, what true. you eat like that's just the reality of yeah it. yeah, yeah. Sure. that's good or don't eat or don't eat that's <laughs> also really good yeah otherwise yeah. i have on here on this we have an outline <laughs> and it says spiritual attack question mark <laughs> Yes, that is a thing, Brenna. Yes. Well, well, here's where I think I put it in there was it's like, does the enemy come at our physical health to try to take out our relationship with the Father? Yeah. For sure. Right? Yeah. yeah Feels straightforward. Yep. I mean, what do we say? The most uh, common moments of temptation happen in isolation and when you're tired, mm. physically tired. Mm. Yeah. So a lot of times I know for me, spiritual attack will happen when it's on when I can't sleep or can't yeah. fall asleep because something is off here, which if you, d- man, sleep is absolutely biblical. <laughs> it's a part, like you need to have good sleep. Mm-hmm. And what that means for you is what that means for you. Yeah. We've talked about this yeah. before, yeah. I think. Uh, and so that's a, a way of stewarding yourself is getting good rest, getting good physical rest. And I think there's some spiritual attack reality where like, man, Satan's going to, do something the enemy is going to want to do something to steal maybe time for you to be able to get rest which is ultimately going to affect relationship with jesus going to affect your life holistically yeah. mm-hmm. i mean what it's elijah where it's take a nap eat a happy yeah. meal you yeah. know that's god's command <laughs> to him when he's in this depressive yep. state where he Brought feels like he's yeah. yeah that's good take a nap and eat let's end here let's end with yeah, just yeah. some advice <laughs> that we would give to the people what what do they need to do you have to know yourself Okay. That's the number one thing I would legitimately like know yourself. I know myself enough to know like what disciplines I need to add, especially when it comes into meal meals, what I can eat. Mm -hmm. Intermittent fasting works for me because I, I can do the discipline of just not eating until noon and then just having an eight hour window to eat Mm -hmm. easier than I can. Well, I just can eat this much or or this kinds of food for throughout the day. Mm. For some reason, it just it works for me, and I've tried a lot of different things. I've done a lot of calorie counting stuff, but like for some reason, it just that that discipline has worked for me to walk because I am an eater. Mm. Like I I just (laughs) damn, I will snack and eat and take in, and so I like I have to be careful for that. But also for like working out, I know myself to the point of I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Everything I do, I hate. There's nothing I enjoy. There's, I don't, I don't, there's none of it that I enjoy, but when I have goals and it's not even like, oh, weight, like losing a specific amount of weight goals. When I have specific goals, when it comes to working out for some reason, like when I hit that goal, then great. Okay. I get it. Make a new goal. Mm. I know yeah. overall my motivation behind is like, I just, I need to be physically healthy. Mm. That's really important. One, it's like, oh, I'm going to cry. Dang it. This is so dumb. Like I, I don't want to, I, I joke around that I'm going to die at a young age. <laughs> like I joke a ton. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to walk my daughter down the aisle. You do, you want, do to. want to. I want to. Yeah, what, yeah. I said I didn't want to. You yeah. said I don't oh, want to. Oh no, no, <laughs> I do. Sorry. He didn't mean it. He didn't Alice, mean it. I love you, baby. Like I want to, I want to be yeah. able to run around with Otis when he's being weird yeah. and like has a gun in his hand, a fake like Nerf guy's hand and he's be, being a cop. Mm-hmm. Just the weirdest kid. You might be the weirdest human on earth. He's, 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 he's so, so funny. funny. <laughs> but like, I want to run around with him and do that. Like, I want like Wesley loves disc golfing. 
I want to be able to walk around a disc golf course 18 holes and not get tired. <laughs> like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, but no, like that's sure. just a reality. So my mo- behind, like, I want to do stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to live a long time. And I'm still surrendering that to Jesus. So when I'm with him, I'm with him. Awesome. Yeah. It's going to be great. But I'm gonna, I want to enjoy being with my family, being with my friends. I want to enjoy. Like, I love getting into worship physically. I want to raise my hands. Like, I'll, uh, there's moments that on Sunday nights that I'm, like, I'm moving, yeah. and it's weird. <laughs> like, you, like, I'm going back and forth, yeah. and I'm pacing. I keep I'm waiting pacing. for you to run. I'm, I, 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 I've been close a couple of times. I'm just like, I'm going to walk. Just, I'm just, I can't stop walking. But there's like... <laughs> Like, I don't, there's aspects of that where I want to be physically so I can do these things mm-hmm. that, that ultimately the motivation behind is give mm-hmm. glory to God. So like for me, it's like, it's goal stuff. So oh, I'm doing like signing up for a, a triathlon in May. Oh, so that's what I'm training for. I went swimming and, and biking today. And it was awful. It absolutely <laughs> sucked. I from hated beginning it. To end. I hated it. I did. I was like, I, I, I almost choked on water because I was thinking in my head, like, <laughs> I hate this so much. And I forgot my breathing pattern uh. and, almost, and almost swallowed the entire pool, <laughs> which made me even more angry. <laughs> But it's like I start punching the water. <laughs> like I, there are moments where I get up when I'm done with one lap and get, take the goggles off and I want to check them. Yeah. But it's like okay, I have a goal, and then when I'm done with that goal, okay, what's the next? Just yeah. so that helps motivate me. Yeah, for sure. To work out, my goal isn't to to be some awesome triathlete. That'd be really cool to say I did a triathlon, but for me, that's what works because yeah. I know myself. Yeah. No, that's good. And I think you just hit a huge chunk of what it means to define the why. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you want to be physically healthy? Is it a stewardship thing? Is it an obedience thing? Is it to look good? Is it to feel good? Is it to be present for a longer period of time? Is it to, like, what are those things? Some of those whys are better than others. But really, I mean, Mm -hmm. when it comes down to it, define what your purpose is and share that with someone, process that with someone. I mean, even I can like, share another story if you want. You sure? Go ahead. Why not? No, Janie, you go for you. were going to say something. You go, and then I'll share this. Well, story. I mean, I was going to say, you basically hit all of our listed yeah, advice. Sorry. I was just, <laughs> I was just saying stuff. You know, no, yeah, well, to find the line, set realistic goals, and then invite accountability into it. No, but yeah, share your story. I, I, I think for, like, I, if before, you got to share your story. You do. You're going to share that. But, like, other things where it's just practical, it's like, do what works for you. Yeah. Like, some people are cardio people. Yeah. Some people are just you can straight. Run. You're not built like that. And yep. it's not going to. Amen. Some people are lifting people. Yep. And other people aren't. Some yep. people are sports people. They like competitive a- atmosphere. Yep. And they need the competitive atmosphere to be phys- Like, that's why there's pickup basketball games and pickup basketball leagues and different sports leagues. Like, what do you work best? Do you work best in classes settings? Or do yep. you work best in individual Super settings? Good. Do you need that motivation? Do you feel insecure being around? Like, what is mm-hmm. it? And that's all just physical, like in the gym stuff. But yeah. We've talked even more about the health outside of like, if you know what works for you, you know what time you need to put your phone away, you know what time you got to yeah. turn the TV on, you yep. know what activities like prepare you for bed and help for you to mm-hmm. be yep. rested and relaxed. You need to journal, you need to spend time with God. Like if it's yeah. food stuff, when yep. you're at the grocery store, don't buy the ding-dongs. Don't, don't buy go the when you're hungry. Yeah, don't yeah. buy the, just you know, like <laughs> those kind of things where it's like, what works? Do you need to go shopping with someone else so that there's accountability? Like, yeah. do your roommates mm-hmm. have to you cook meals together so that it doesn't feel like all the meal preps on you? Like, yep. what works for you? And when it comes down to it, like, bring other people into it. Yeah. yeah. Set realistic goals. Like, how many days are you working out a week? How long are you working out? What's the length of like the period? Like, what time of day do you need? Like. Some people, you're going to always try and be a morning person, and you're just not going to get it. Yeah. You're going to be like, I'm going to work out at 5 a.m., right. but you skip every 5 a.m. Maybe me. you're a 4 p.m. workout person. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yep. Like, just Maybe just you're a, eat your lunch like on the way home from the gym <laughs> during because you need to work out over your lunch hour. Yeah. And you just yeah. do it, and you eat your lunch on the way back mm-hmm. to work. Yeah. Stuff, I know people who do that all the time. So good. Hit us with the story. All right. I struggle with the look good thing of the define the why. <laughs> okay. I do. I just like, okay, where does vanity come into play? And like, you know, just different stuff like that. But 
I still always remember when you referred to yourself as the Patrick Star body. <laughs> well, it was very true, especially in the summer of 2020. I that was a, about that. That was an all-time body type. <laughs> that was great. No, that's Patrick a top Star. body type. That's a top Patrick five Star. bit. That's good. I, do you remember what the sermon was? I don't know if I remember. It was about He's relationships, been... and I was compared like these these two the two pairs of what like I was ultimately talking about community because hmm. it was in a whole I think like a holistic relationship series that okay, we were doing like yeah, yeah. relationship with Jesus oh, yeah, relationship yeah, yeah, with oh, God, yeah, like yeah, just, yeah. just talking about I think I think that's what it was. But then I gave these pairs of like things that or things that fit together. So PB and J was one, and I made the jelly joke <laughs> like you think you know SpongeBob and Patrick. Like I really, people really love SpongeBob. I love Patrick because we have the same body. There you yeah, go. that's what it was. I mean, it just this man's comparing himself to Justin Timberlake and. Yeah, and Patrick Listen, Star. There's a spectrum. It's duality. There's, there's a spectrum. <laughs> there's a, there's been a lot of growth in my life. Okay, physically you gotta t- and you got to tell us your story. Oh, yeah. So the the, high, the whole like define the why the look good thing. And I struggled like I don't want to just work out to look really good because like what is it for other people then? Is it mm-hmm. like what's the point? But oh man, I hope Abby doesn't listen to this. <laughs> um, I was. I, I've struggled with weight a ton the last, especially when I hit 28. Mm. Metabolism stopped, like, but I didn't stop like changing my diet and what I ate. Like six pack pounds were easy to put down <laughs> and are still. Um, and so it's like I struggled with weight a ton and just trying to figure out like even getting at a good like weight to feel good. Mm-hmm. And so I became really, really intentional. I think it was it was before I got this job mm-hmm. in 2019, like the previous six months of that. Just, okay, I'm going to work out, like trying to watch I eat that stuff. And we went to a, uh, a conference, a uh, weekend to remember conference, where it was fine. I think it was a good conference. It was good just to be alone with Abby because we didn't have our kids and we got to spend time together. And they talk about like, okay, your sex life is important. Just you got to talk about it. It's just a good, important thing. It's what happens in marriage. And she was like, what are, what are things that you notice that like I do well or you do well? Not just during <laughs> sex, but just like to emotionally connect, to relationally connect so that we're holistically connecting. She goes, I'm going to be honest with you. The way you look right now, I'm more attracted to you than when 25 pounds ago. <laughs> and so it's like, so to look good for me is like, I know when I feel better, when I've lost weight, when I look better, my wife is more attracted to me. For me, I'm that's okay motivation. with that motivation. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably why, a good motivation. Yeah, and that's why I put it in there, you know, like. There's an aspect where that can be healthy. Yeah, as long as, it, yeah, it, it totally, 100%. And there's times it totally cannot, cannot. be. Yep, yep. <laughs> but. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, I, 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 video? I was trying to figure out how much to actually say. Cause <laughs> I was like, where is this story Because it, it was at a time where we were like sitting in our car. We're answering these questions, waiting to eat at Red Cow in the City. It's a great restaurant. Incredible. Mm. So mm. good. And we just start crying because we wrote each other Aww. letters. And then it's like, it was just funny. It was good, good moments. <laughs> Good times. Good stuff. Anything else before I go for the second goodbye to the camera? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Peace out, people. Thank you for tuning in. Like, subscribe, do all the things. Oh no. <laughs> that's like a new thing. That's like that's an interesting thing to do. No, 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 to the Oasis to, podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm contemplating if it's staying or not. But for now it's funny. So <laughs> Alright, peace out. Third goodbye. <laughs>